Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're well on this Sunday morning. We're live from Edinburgh. Edinburgh, uh, the most beautiful city in uh, in well, Scotland, at least, but uh, and elsewhere. Uh, Andrew Maxwell is my guest this morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you doing? Chipper. Chipper. I I'm surprisingly feeling okay. It's a, it's weird, isn't it? It's one of those um, jobs. This when you sort of when when you get the phone call. I mean, we, we're used to it every week on the show, but when we ask the question of uh, the comics, will you come on? We always make sure it's middle of the day. Mm. Uh, midweek when you're like yeah yeah, yeah that'll be yeah, fine yeah, I'll do that totally fine and then Sunday morning comes around good lord oh god why have I done this why have I done this <laughs> what an ungodly hour <laughs> I feel okay though I got locked into my building yeah that was because you were you just got your bang on eight you were you were yeah. It's, you know, you know those uh, communal car parks oh, in rented accommodation. Yes. With the, they give you the little clicker. Yeah, and it's got like more than one button on. Yeah, you're like, why is that? Why, what's, why is what's that? that for? None, what? none of them work. No, no. It, it's worked successfully for the last three weeks in the fridge, <laughs> and then uh, just stopped this morning. I got out of the car and even put it to the center. Nothing. Nothing. And there's a, there's there's a weird thing where if you put it to like your, your forehead. What? Yeah, there's a weird thing with your phone. Fo- I don't know. Maybe someone can tell me about this, but I think there's a thing right. in, with infrared where. It sounds, now I'm saying it, it sounds like it's made up. It doesn't sound like pure science. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can put it to your forehead and it makes the infrared go further go, away. Go good. Like, be, yeah, bet, better, yeah, improves it. I feel hmm. I, I feel now that might be something my dad said when I was eight and I've only just, like, only now at 36 I've gone, I, hang on a minute, <laughs> I think he was making it up. I've heard that uh, if you uh, you can open your car door, mm. even if you don't have the keys, if the keys are at home, your spare ones yeah. are with the, the missus at home or whoever, yeah. your significant other, yeah. yeah, that if you're on the phone, you can hold your phone up to your car, no. they can press the beep, beep. press the key and it will unlock the car. I wonder. Well, look, this is the beauty of the radio. There's people at home now with cars mm-hmm. uh, sat there doing nothing. Tell us. We'll do yeah. science. In, is science. that science? There's a new section called <laughs> Is That Science? Is that science? <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music Andrew Maxwell is my guest this morning. Yes, uh, I am. Performing here at the Edinburgh Festival. For the entire month of fun. Yes, and you're, you're here like... Every, I mean, every time I've ever been here, you're here. Yes, yeah, my 23rd Fringe. Crikey. So you Crikey were here... good night. At the beginning when there was like three shows, just... Oh, yeah. Just nothing. When there was just nothing. It was just, <laughs> just wind and ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I saw your show the other day. It's great. Thank you very really much. Really, be- real masterclass. Real, re- just a brilliant hour of stand-up and... Uh, uh, it's got everything, everything in there. I loved it, absolutely loved it. So you can uh, you can follow Andrew uh, on Twitter as well this morning. Uh, Andrew is Maxwell. Oh yeah, is your uh, Twitter? You could do that. Address. Can I also thank you for your compliment and say that you're? I've always found you a very generous and inspirational company. Well, thank you very much. That's very nice <laughs> as well. <laughs> Prince was a lovely little mover, wasn't he? Prince was fabulous. I mean, that's the thing is, obviously, people know that he's a prolific songwriter, mm. singer. You know, instrumentalist. But if, if you ever see one of his live concerts, like yeah, the lovely moves. little mover. <laughs> I mean, you moves. know what I mean. Michael Jackson gets all the credit for being a yeah for being a dancer, but Prince like had some lovely moves. I'll have to I'll have to look that up. It doesn't it doesn't strike me in the first thing. You know, the first thing. Uh, I think he probably invented the 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 drop. 
Oh, really? You know? The actual drop. The actual, yeah, I've seen you <laughs> deployed it a lot. Hey, I've just had a little Google, by the way, Andrew. Uh, putting the key f- uh, to yeah. your forehead okay. does increase the range. What? Honestly, right, the New York Times asked the Silicon Valley radio engineer, <clears throat> Tim Posner, he says, uh, you are, you are uh, oh, he's used some big words here, <laughs> you are cap- capacitively coupling the fob to your head. With all the fluids in your head, it ends up being a nice conductor. Not a great one, but it will work and increase uh, the, the the ability and the range. Right. So if you're, str- I don't know how it works, but if you put the key to your head, you can stand further away from your car to unlock it. Who well, ma- who found that out? Who knew that you could use your noggin to solve things? <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Uh, so that's my my ones. That, well, your my ones, ones. Okay, your ones true. It's proven. Right, but is yours true? Right, I'll have to use the internet. As well. well, I've only I only googled it and read one site, and that's it. I've done no more research than You've that. Done so. More research than the average voter. <laughs> <laughs> well done, fella. <laughs> Manford, Absolute Radio. Good morning, Jason Bamford on Absolute Radio. Andrew Maxwell is my guest this morning. Yes. Very nice of you to come in at the, uh, the well, I mean, it is the crack of dawn for uh, comedians. Comedians. Comedians dawn. Yes. Otherwise known as 11 a.m. <laughs> yes, very early. Very early. But you would be up anyway because you've got a little baby now as well. Yes, so. indeed. So. I, I would have been up. Yeah. So it's, so, so it's just like I've I've abandoned the family. <laughs> yes. I'm here. You'll be all right. They're all looking after themselves. We're having a lovely chit chat here in this darkened basement in Scotland. Yes, but which technically is classed as work. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not really. No, we're just not. listening to some of the greatest hits of the last twenty years. Absolutely, in a basement. That's still eight, twelve, fifteen on the text this morning. If you're up and about, uh, I'd love to know what you're up to. Always baffled what people are actually up for. Genuinely on a on a on a Sunday morning. Uh, Nicola says she's about to drive to Manchester Airport. She's off to Greece oh. today. Lovely holidays oh. in Greece. That'd be nice. Have you ever been to Greece? I've never been to Greece. I've never been to Greece. No. I, I really want to go. I'd fancy Greece. Oh, I'd, I'd love, love it right now. love some of their seafood. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Imagine stuff. just, if we could just leave right now and just whisk ourselves away to Greece. By lunchtime, we could be eating like, uh, you know, uh, an octopus salad and drinking <laughs> some lovely white wine on the beach, just me and you, Jay. I think the last time we went out for food was uh, lovely seafood in uh, in Ireland. Oh yeah, in Moran's yeah. on the Weir in oh, Galway. That was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, we we ate a lot of seafood. That was a lot of seafood. Yeah, a we really amount. Yeah, I remember great. going into a, just a very small after dinner coma, <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a little one. I remember getting a sweat on. That's yeah, how, that was proper. But those oysters were amazing because oh. that's where in Claringbridge in Galway they have their own special type of oyster. Yeah. That was great. Let's do that again. Yeah. Let's just, how old are we? <laughs> just, just reminiscing live on the radio. Of meals and days gone past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people up for work, of course. Work as usual. Uh, or kids. Martin says, uh, honest, honestly, my two-year-old daughter and my seven-year-old twin boys uh, are up, but uh, I'm going to watch Match of the Day first. Yeah. Quite right. I mean, that's fair enough, I think. Cause you but all the moaning, working as usual. Well, then you shouldn't have taken the calling of the vicarage now, could you, should you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, cats, people got cats up, a dog barking downstairs, neighbours making noises. That's not right, is it? Someone's blasting rock music in next door. Good Lord. That's not right. On the Sabbath. <laughs> I've been livid. In the morning. 
be straight round. I do, no, I, do, I like getting up in the morning, but I, I, I'm not one of these people who uh, would climb into some lycra and cycle for 20 miles. No. On a Sunday morning. No, there's a lot of that going on as well. Yeah, we, we know one of them. Yes. Yeah, we know. Yeah. B- Bishop. Bishop. John Bishop will climb into lycra like your absolute quintessential mammal. Well, I've lived with John for the last week here in Edinburgh. And uh, it's been delightful. So he's a lovely, he's a lovely company. Oh, he's a lovely man. Lovely company. But I've got to say, quarter past seven with the Nutribullet. Oh, is he? Right in the next room. I'm like, oh, John. John. Come on. No. We're the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Two stars. Two stars. For you, for that. <laughs> Living about it. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Amy Thompson's messaged me on uh, on Twitter. Uh, she's entertaining the kids on Sunny Channel Five. She does milk. She presents milkshake on Channel Five. Oh yeah. Uh, someone's got to do it. She's um, yeah. She's one of those. Uh, she's brilliant. We watched Milkshake. That's we're, we're sort of pals online. And uh, there's a moment where, as a grown up, when you're watching these shows, you become friends with these people just through the telly mm-hmm. because they're helping. It's like Mr. Tumbles. If I met Mr. Tumbles in the street, I would <laughs> shake his hand. Mr. Tumble does a camp festival. Does he really? And, and he's like, he's <laughs> mobbed like a rock star. Is he? Yeah, like a rock star. Like kids, like he's... Of course, yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. That's yeah. like really... Huge, huge name. Yeah, well, you can't get near him. I tried to book him for a, a, a do once. Like there was something we were doing in Manchester. I thought, oh, Mr. Tumbles would be good. Couldn't afford him. Forget it. <laughs> Absolutely off the scale. You don't make, you don't make Mr. Tumble money. No. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it, Manford. That's, that's John Bishop him. money you're thinking of. <laughs> I, think we actually, I think we actually got John in the end. Because <laughs> he was cheaper. Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. Uh, let us know what you're up to. Uh, James uh, with Andy Neal and Rocky are going to play golf. They're off to play golf this morning. Well, why not? Why not? Why not? Spoil a good walk. Absolutely. <laughs> You're not a golfer? I've never... I like um, I like pitch input. Yeah, I know? like that, yeah. I'm the Un- I, Unemployed I, golf. I like um, the one where you put it through like a clown's mouth in a windmill and that. Yeah, yeah. We played, that, we played that recently. That's a great one. Oh, I love that. That's proper golf. That's crazy golf. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's like, why is there a castle in the middle of the fairway? <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I love put over a little bridge... But that's, yeah, that's golf. what they should do with proper golf. I think you'd get a lot more people watching it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of ruined for me because my first actual paid job was being a divot filler on a luxury golf course. What? That sounds in, dangerous. In well, yeah. I mean, nobody's playing oh, with golf at the time. You just, <laughs> okay. you just get up like... really early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just fill in the holes with a bucket oh. of sand. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a great it job. It was not great. And it kind of put me off. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. I can you know. imagine. Fair play, though. At least you, had, you, had got, at least you got stuck into a job there early exactly. doors. Something to do, isn't it? I remember in charge of stacking shells at Asda at 17. Getting yes. in there. I stacked shells for te- Mr. Tesco. Did you? Yes. The enemy. <laughs> the enemy. <laughs> the rival. Was, yes. What, it got on. what was your favourite shelf? Uh, the whoops shelf. I was fan of the whoops shelf, where things uh, were going to go off in the next two days, so you put the yellow sticker on. Oh, um, yeah, because yeah, people were genuinely excited to see it. Oh God! Yeah, where, the, where was where was your supermarket? It was in, it was in Manchester, oh. in, in Mossside. Oh, and, it all uh, it all ends up being like a Ken Loach movie, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. People like fighting over twenty p off a pasty. You're like, have a bit of dignity, guys. <laughs> all right, I'm going to put it in the middle. Now walk ten steps either way. Whoever gets to it first, they yes. can have it. Will it be the old lady or the junkie <laughs> who's getting the pasta balls? <laughs> it was a hell of a job. Oh, my favourite was the dog food. 
Oh really? Why oh, is that? See, you, you just pull the you, the card out from underneath, pushing back. Oh boom. yeah, yeah. You get that one done easy. That's a nice easy one. Yeah, I must say. I, I um the one that used to get me the question that used to drive me mad was uh, I go they go uh, have you got this because obviously there's a clothes department they go have you got this t-shirt in the large you go no there's none left they go what none at all and I'd be like is that different is it is that different from none. Should I go and check in the atoll cupboard, shall I? Is that because there's another cupboard for it? I oh, said, drive me mad. N- none, of, none of them out the back. Yeah, there's no magic out there's the no back. back. There's no back. There's no back. Everyone we've got is here. It gets delivered every day. It's just in time logistics. Don't you understand? <laughs> you don't keep stuff back for the people who know that they're in the know. <laughs> there was. I used to. My best friend when I was a. Tesco there was an old boy called John he was the he was you know clean up on aisle four yeah. it was him yeah, he'd yeah. turn up right old coat and a like that yeah. you know what I mean spout like that <laughs> and he, he, his first day I was there he went you stick with me kid I know all the scarves <laughs> He'd set himself <laughs> up. First day in jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd set himself up at, at the back of the warehouse because it was one of the big, you know, yeah, yeah. suburban ones. Uh, his, his own bed made out of kitchen rolls, <laughs> right? And he was, and he'd set it up underneath the, you know, the big industrial fan. because yes. he snored and it blocked out the noise. Wow. That is oh amazing. yeah. He sounds like Red in Shawshank Redemption. He's yeah, like, yeah, for real. Yeah, There's a funny awesome. thing about it, Andy. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be amazing. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. Uh, if you're up and about, we'd be lovely to hear from you. Uh, or This is from uh, Sharon in Scotland. Uh, Davy and Sharon. All right, Jason, me and the missus are back on uh, on the Swally. I don't even know what that is. After going to the Northern Scar Festival last night. That sounds fun. What are the licensing laws in England? I have no idea. I wouldn't, I w- I've never been able to test them because uh, I've got kids. So why would I know what the licensing, the licensing laws? laws? Just drink, just keep drinking, just keep drinking. I think. I don't, does it stop? Does it stop? I don't think there is. I have no idea. I'm up because it just gets more expensive. I think that's yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, uh, I'm up because it's a lovely sunny morning, and it would be rude not to get up. Eleanor in Southampton. Oh, oh one of those sunshine uh, and lollipops oh, types. I think that's all you need. You're the, yeah. you're the reason why the world's going to pot. <laughs> morning, <laughs> morning. Oh, Eleanor. Yeah. Let's go back to bed. Where real music matters. We're at the Edinburgh Festival this morning. Me and Andrew Maxwell are up here just being genial and yeah. hilarious. And Well, know. hilarious is too strong, but it's too much oh, you've not this listened, early. I don't think you've listened to a lot of radio, but right. we're hilarious. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, oh, it's all relative. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it's relative. Really, like, really but I don't funny. think we're, we're, we're not setting out to be hilarious. Then no, it's unintentional. No. And, and this show is, is very rarely uh, even funny. <laughs> Be honest, we said um, for geniality though it's just nice nice friendly chat that's what we do that's what we do every morning yeah. and, uh, listener generated content as uh, the manager keeps telling us at Absolute Radio what's that it basically means that the listeners do all the work for you and you just read stuff what they say I see <laughs> I think that's the idea I see but then sometimes you can't help it because you just want to talk and, uh, with your guests when you get a great guest on like Andrew Maxwell you feel like Let's, let's bring him into the conversation here. Well, thank you very much, Jason Manfred. Let's full name each other. Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. Uh, as I say, it is always lovely to hear from you. Uh, Claire in Swindon says, Hi, Jason. I'm packing for a holiday in Devon with the family. Beautiful part of the world. Uh, I think I've packed enough stuff to stay until Christmas, but this is August in the UK. You have to have 12 different... Yeah, change the clothes every well, day it's, in the UK. Yeah, here and you know this is August in Scotland. I mean, it, every year I yeah. I pack, I drive up, 
from the southeast of England where I live. Yeah. I'll be in flip-flops and shorts. I'm, I'm not even wearing a t-shirt because the, it's going to take a while for the AC to fully kick in. Yeah. It's that hot. <laughs> and I, every year I throw a snowboard jacket into the boot of my car yes. and drive to Scotland. Because <laughs> at some point in August... You will need that snowboard. Well, you jacket. did a lovely line in your show the other night, which really made me laugh. Which was uh, when you asked people if they'd ever been to Edinburgh before, <laughs> and they said no. And you said, that it was, it was, oh, it's a, it's a, "Yeah, it's a funny old place." If you ever, you know, I suppose you never expected to sweat in the rain. Sweat in the rain. <laughs> it was a lovely description <laughs> of what happens when you're stuck up here in in, uh, in Scotland. It's amazing. The weather is so. I wear, I've been wearing a rucksack every day with like there's like flip flops and sun lotion, but then a hat. And some gloves and a coat, yeah. you know, like just small just shovel to fight your fight your way out. <laughs> you just don't know what's going to happen. Four all four seasons in one, in one day. day, unbelievable. Oh, absolutely. It's, I've been at the top of Arthur's Seat sometimes, and you've got uh, warm but damp westerly winds coming at you from <laughs> one direction, and also cold, cold and crisp winds yes. uh, northerlies coming down from the Arctic. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, very confusing. Uh, hi, Jace. Uh, I'm up early to celebrate my hub's husband's uh, husband Keith's fortieth b- birthday before I have to work. That's nice that you're getting up, even after all those years, still getting up to celebrate a birthday. That's a nice thing. To that do, is a nice it? thing to do. I guess fortieth is a big is a big one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean you're halfway there. <laughs> In all fairness, like, if you're lucky, yeah. not if you're Scottish, you're three quarters done. <laughs> In an ideal world. In an ideal world. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Sue and Phil are in a small village in Norfolk. They're not specifying, but uh, they said, Jace, we're up uh, early as normal as we own a small village shop and I tend to open up half an hour earlier than advertise time on a Sunday. Otherwise, I get a horde of unruly pensioners queuing for their newspapers, laughing, shouting, beeping their car horns and generally disturbing normal people who would like a lie-in. I don't know if they uh, if they have so much on that they need to start to cra- at the crack of dawn or if they think they, uh, they just can't waste any time as the clock's ticking. Wow. <laughs> That's a theory. Right, well, I t- they get up early. That's I know what that. people do, don't they? they look, I mean, I guess they are just thinking, right, well, let's get That's up it. early. Well, well, if I'm still alive, yeah. I might as well get stuck into might it. Might as well get on. I wonder get... if you do wake up and go, am I? Oh, I'm oh, here. I'm, I'm here. here. Yeah, I guess so. I've gone to the papers then. I'll get them really comfy shoes that you don't know what shop you, you know. Where did they get them from? <laughs> yeah, you know no, the ones? Yes. Really, really comfy looking shoes. Yeah. And they have their little windbreaker on. Off they go. And they've got that little uh, that little thing behind them, that little trolley, tartan trolley. That oh, they put oh, shop yeah, but in all fairness, I'd love one of them. I'd love one of them. I saw one in a supermarket once and it had a seat on as well. What? Yeah, so she was dragging it along, putting the shopping in, and then for one minute she just had a little sit down on it. Oh, that yes. is good. I know. I that thought I'd see that on Dragon's Den. Very good at a music festival. Yes, it was. All, all your session lager within, <laughs> and then occasionally just have a sit down. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, just just watch there. the main stage for a bit, <laughs> just get up. Pop, pop a can of lager that you wouldn't normally drink. Now, there's the thing about festivals. Yeah. You know, there's there's brands of lager, we don't need to go into them, that normally <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't wash your coins in. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But festival time. But festival time, the down, rules, yeah. all the rules are off. I guess you just take what you can. I don't know what it is. No, it's too, it's more pro. It's what you want to drink. Okay. You know, I think it's because if it gets tipped over... Like, you know. <laughs> not lost anything yeah. you've lost nothing there all the grass just disintegrates <laughs> underneath it <laughs> ooh not actually Australian after all <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio 
Jason Manford Absolute Radio Where real music matters This week was a, a sad week for, A reflective sad week for uh, entertainers and clowns And mm-hmm. uh, people like us Because uh, our our leader uh, <laughs> the, the, the king of entertainment uh, Sir Bruce Forsyth uh, Sadly passed away He must have uh, bumped into Bruce a couple of times Oh yeah years. man I mean he was all class he was. I mean, he was. He was. He he did me over in an interview once year, <laughs> years ago. I interviewed him at Miss World. Oh, right. Right. He was. He was because obviously it, his wife was a. I think one Miss World. Yes, that's right. Like, yeah. So I interviewed. I was twenty at the time, and I the whole point of it, you know, it was one of these shows where you it's like cheeky interviews and whatnot. Mm. And I asked him, I asked, Brucey, how did you get a Miss World contestant? <laughs> and he, and he, he went, oh, that's a bit cheeky. I goes, well, what I'm saying is, how can you give me some tips? How could I marry uh, a Miss World? And he goes, well, you could, you could get a nose job. Oh, I, I, have, wow. I have quite a large conk. <laughs> <laughs> you get a nose job. And I was like, that's a bit cheeky with your face. And he goes, you're right, you know, between your nose and my chin, we look like a ripe pair of nutcrackers. <laughs> 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 he was good at laughing at himself. I've got to say, I um, I've worked with him a few times over the years, and uh, always had just it, what I loved about him is he was very knowledgeable about. Uh, he loved stand up. He loved. Oh, he, absolutely! He, you know, he yeah, knew, yeah. He knew a lot of comics. He knew a lot about hip hop. Hip hop. Yeah, the interview. This was a long time ago. <laughs> Surprised him. Yeah, but his his youngest, his his son, who's I think at the time was sort of ah, was a teenager, okay. and his right. his teenage son got him. His favorite was Nas. Right. He got him into Nas. Amazing. Yeah, I know. I've got a lovely image of just... Just Brucey so really... Brucey just and not like just nonsense no. commercial stuff, the real stuff. Yeah, it just, could have really been a great week on Strictly. Yeah, oh yeah. They did on Hip Hop Week. Yeah. I had a bit... Just everybody getting crunked up. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> doing drops all over the place. That'd be ace. Um, but no, I, I just... I mean, I've always, I've always loved... I've always sort of seen myself as uh, like... He's my. That's my ambition. I could I could, I could dance a bit. I could sing a bit. I do little jokes and stuff. Yeah. And I just think there's nobody like him who does all the all those things uh, yeah. for, for all people. It's the great. astonishing thing, of, you know, sort of obviously this week there's been loads sort of you know compilations of mm. images of you know and clips of him through the years. Like the man looks older forty years ago. Yes, he sort of got to an age and then that was him. That was him forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was when, he, when he had the tash. Yes, of course, yeah. Like, it, it, that looks like... You, do you know what I mean? I guess it's dated, isn't it, yeah. Really, really <laughs> weird. Like, the fact that, you know, 30 years later, you look younger than you were in the 70s. But he was, I did a show with him called uh, Bruce's Hall of Fame, uh, which we recorded at the Palladium. And uh, I remember coming on there, and he was, you know, obviously in his 80s. And as I came on, he did a little tap dance. I did a little tap dance. We just had like, a little tap off. Yeah. I thought... I don't know how you're still doing it. Like even now, like it hurts my ankles. Uh, like 36, I'm like, oh, my ankles, ankles are sore after like 20 seconds of tap dancing. He was unbelievable. I remember he said to me because he had a real ambition to get into acting. That was that was the thing he really was gutted that he, ne- he never sort of did properly. And he'd been in like he'd been in an Oscar-nominated film with Julie Andrews. He was uh, you, you might see him crop up on like uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Right. And uh, he he played a I think he played like a mugger or something in um, <laughs> Mary Poppins. Uh, some, he, so he plays like a you know a street something yeah, or other. Just so see him pop up and stuff. So he obviously had ambitions for acting. Um, and I remember reading an interview with him about obviously in this country we do we do pigeonhole people. And he, mm-hmm. I remember he, he him saying that he was always a bit gutted that he sort of uh, or upset that he, he'd been pigeonholed. He was a he was a, a game show host and that's all he could do. And he had ambitions. He missed out on the part of Fagan in Oliver. That yeah, was the no, big. That was hopefully well. That's what he wanted and thought was going to be his big break. Right, but I could um, s- that's I could see him 
ace in that. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember telling him when I, when I was doing Bruce's Hall of Fame, he said, he said, he said, what what are you up to? <laughs> and I said, I'm doing um, Ordinary Lies, which was a drama for the BBC. And he said, oh, that's wonderful, wonderful. He said, he said, that's the great thing, isn't it? He says, with actors and 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 what we do, he says, we can dip our toe into their world, but they can't dip their toe into ours. <laughs> <laughs> they're the rules actors they're the rules mate suck it up you can't do script do. monkeys <laughs> <laughs> I have to go home to learn my lines boo hoo those comedians are just going to ask people where they're from <laughs> where are you from well, he was just great and I just you know I remember there was I remember there was a moment as a kid when he was um, presenting uh, my, uh, the generation game and uh, they were doing pottery or something I remember being about six my dad being, uh, you know, in his 30s, my gran being in her 60s, and we're all watching the telly. And there was a moment where he went running over uh, and uh, he sort of slipped on the um, the water on the floor, fell over, and then he told the contestant off in that sort of mock thing yeah, that he yeah. used to do. And um, we were crying, laughing, like three generations just crying, <laughs> laughing. He was just fantastic. Gener- Generation Game is a great... Just a great TV show. Yeah, well. and he was just the perfect host. And my, my, my other anecdote, of course, which I've told on the radio before, was when he rang me up uh, once to, to give me a telling off. Really? Uh, yeah, he told me off uh, in a voicemail. And uh, I've still got it, so I must try and dig it out, especially now. But uh, he essentially rang me up. To, he, was, he was after this song. We were singing this song together at the Palladium for this show. I'd not rung to say what key I wanted it in and all that. And he was playing the piano. And uh, it was getting quite tight to the wire and stuff. And in the end, I got this phone call. I, th- I thought it was the producer, so I sort of diverted it to the voicemail. And when I eventually went, he went, Manford, it's Bruce. <laughs> he said, now, I'm looking forward to the show, but I don't want to start on a row. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, so, God bless Sir Bruce Forsyth. Indeed. Absolute legend of entertainment, sadly missed uh, by all of us. This is... Matters. Andrew Maxwell is my guest this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, uh, oh, I forgot. I always forget about this. N- the, the narrator of X on the Beach since 2014. That's me. That's you. Mm-hmm. What's that job like? Fun. Yeah. Just sitting in a, a voiceover studio. He's, it's, here's a weird thing about X on the Beach. One of the questions I always get asked is number one, where did you find them? Number one, <laughs> I'm yeah. not out trawling the, the nightclubs no. of of England looking for <laughs> for, for these mus- oiled up muscle spanners. Right? That's not, not, my, not my actual gig. But the other one is, I guess, are you out there with them? Because, you know, every series course, is in a, a yeah. beautiful house in an exotic location around the world. I'm like, no. I'm in a voiceover studio in London. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not like hiding behind a palm tree, like you know, a, a dirty David Attenborough. You know? <laughs> but I love it. I honestly, you you know me, Jason. I yeah. love highbrow things. Yes, of course. Dis- discussing the politics of the world, but I also love a little bit of muck. Yeah, of course. And that's where, that's where, all, that's where X on the Beach fits in. That that covers that for you. Mm-hmm. That's that done and then you can crack on with uh, yeah. the highbrow politics. Back to the economist. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I was reading um, was, uh, was something about your latest show, Showtime, which is on at the Edinburgh Festival uh-huh. uh, to the end of the run. Um, and uh, there was something in there that you were talking about that, that really got me. Here it is. It was, everybody has a boiling point. This was the phrase that I liked. Everybody has a boiling point. The moment you go, no, no, no more. No. And interestingly, similar to, to you, it happened to me the other week. We were, I was away with the kids, and we were on the beach in Portugal, having a lovely time. Mm-hmm. And then my Good daughter country. went, a beautiful country. My daughter went, what's this? 
She's two years old. What's this, Daddy? She picked up a cigarette uh, butt. Look, because it's just because it's sand doesn't mean it's an ashtray. Yes, it's not a bucket outside an office. Oh, it's the beach, you scumbag. Yeah. It's I just littering. And I'm looking around, and I can see people smoking, I thought, ban it. That's, ban smoking at the beach. It's gone now. Well, yeah, it's... I, I, seeing people smoke just outside the entrance to a hospital. Yeah, that gets it's just yeah. I, they're already ill, so you don't want to kick them. No. But then you think they're very near A and E, so maybe a kick is what it's they the best need. Place, best place. Well, let's do this this morning. We're doing. It doesn't have to be uh, as 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 big as smoking. It could be absolutely anything. But littering. That was what got me. Really, it was the yeah, littering. It's the of littering. S- what is wrong with people? Oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, particularly when people throw things out of a car. Like, oh. oh, it's the only thing that that gives me um, a sense of civic duty. I'll 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 stop somebody. Excuse me. You just drop that. Yeah. I'm that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll give it. I'll yeah. give that. Uh, excuse me. I'll do that all the time. I mean, it means my pockets are often full of rubbish because my kids are always like, don't drop that. I'll put it in my pockets yeah, yeah. and then I'm full of Or Or just people that leave their uh, dog mess. No. Like, come on. I mean, what what are, what are we living in? Is this the 17th century? Hanging's like, too good for them. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, I think hanging's not too good. I think we should hang them. But, like, not to death. No, just just, for a, just bit. A, a little bit of a hanging. Yeah, just for a bit. Just a, you know, while they're while they're jiggling around right. for a bit. Are you gonna and do it again? Are you gonna do it again? All right, like let him down, put him down. Yeah, exactly. Just let him down. Yeah, off you go. I agree. And and uh, as a, a little bit of nudge. Yeah. Give him a bag. There you go. Just a little bit of nudge. There you go. <laughs> now there's a bag. Sort and if you out. do it again. We're going to so ours, again. Is, ours is littering, uh, but it could be anything. We're after what? Uh, maybe just let's, let's, let's get some new laws. Just, we're going to ban something. There's one thing you're allowed to ban. One thing, okay? It's up to you. Whatever it is, it could be uh, something as big as littering that we have, but it might be something small, just like I've leaving wet towels on your bed or whatever. Sometimes that's annoying. Oh, the wet towel on the bed oh. now is a real red line for the oh, missus. Crikey. I didn't even know it was a thing. Well, they ate it. They ate it. They ate it. I didn't even know it was a thing until yeah. like one day, like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean, she's usually a very, very good-natured, placid human being. Yeah. My missus, but wow, like she the wet towel, the wet towel on the bed. I was like, I didn't, even, you know, it, yeah. It's a, well, it's I, a, I didn't realise because I've been putting it on the corner of the door, that like the bathroom door, you know, just on the. On oh the yeah, but it's it. awful a bit schmutzy up there. It's well, a bit that's dirty. What she, that's it? what she said. Yes, I didn't know that either. So yeah, you learn you, a lot of I, things, don't you? You do. I, I have another one. Go on. Plane. Okay, it was already you're in the zone right here. Right, go on, yeah. Plane. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. People. Mm-hmm. Child. All fine so far. Yeah, fine. iPad. No headphones. Oh. Bing, bong, bing, bong. <laughs> bing, ding, 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 bong, bong. Bong, bong, ding, 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 yeah. boo, 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 boo. I can see that. Excuse me. Would your child like <laughs> to borrow my headphones? Yes. Why? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, can I ring ahead for a quick hanging? <laughs> Just, just a quick throttling uh, on arrival. We don't want. We don't want. I don't want to divert the plane. <laughs> no. Wherever we're all scheduled to go, yeah. if we could just plan ahead well, for I, just a yeah. quick throttling. Noise is definitely one of them. There's, there's the. I remember. There's like, a guy, what is it to you? Like, to get your child to put on the mute. game's the same as well. The exactly. Sounded mute or headphones. I know. Or borrow my headphones. Agreed. I've offered you an out here. Agreed. Why do I need to do that? <laughs> Hanging, please. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. The moment you reach boiling point. Oh, yeah. 
what would you ban? What would you get rid of? Um, we've had uh, smoking on the beach. We've had. Uh, well, you're one about the people. I, kids iPads. IPads, iPads with the the sound on yeah. on a plane. No headphones. No headphones. Okay. Can't hit a kid. Can't. Hit, you should never hit children. No, anyway. never, never. And but also, it's not the kid's fault, really. It's not it's really. A kid, isn't it? It's, it's terrible, terrible parents. You're not allowed to hit kids, but are you allowed to give the dad a slap on the back of his head? Well, exactly. I mean, should that be allowed? Should that be allowed? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We're not the lawmakers of the ra- of the land, but, but if we were for one day only, eight, twelve, fifteen on the text, you're in there. You, you you're in the House of Parliament. You, you you've managed to get into the law rule the room. It's a room of laws, and you'd like right quickly, quickly before I get thrown out. I'm just gonna put one. I'm just gonna put one up there. Stick stick a rule in there. I'm gonna put one up there. Yeah. Is it okay? to put parents of children who uh, play their iPads with the ringer on and no headphones on a plane into a disused potato sack and throw them down the stairs. <laughs> yes, is it? Is that allowed? But let's let's find out. Uh, tea bags in the sink, says Nikki. Tea bags in, in the, the sink. sink. What is that about? I've never understood why you do it. Put it in the bin. Or put the tea bag thingy. What are you doing? What are you doing with it? Put leave it in the cup. What's going on? Why put it in the sink? Or one of those little things that, you know, that we've got one. I didn't bring it into the house, needless to say. <laughs> yes. But it's it's... It's it's smaller than a, a saucer. Oh yeah, and it's in the shape of a little teapot, and it goes right next to the tea. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that though. Yeah. There's a lot of things in my house that I didn't buy that I do like. Oh yeah, and yeah. you just wouldn't or know what shop they came from. I wouldn't even know what I wouldn't even know to ask for it. Mm. Can I get a little thing that goes next to the teapot? That um, yeah. the, like a vase. Yeah, I've got a vase in my house. Oh, have you? That's nice. But uh, <laughs> I didn't bring it into the house. <laughs> Uh, 8, 12, 15 on text. What would you ban? Uh, Ross uh, says people who don't respect the queuing system. That's a, a, yeah, that's. I have mm. to say that be is more of an English thing. Oh, do you think? We don't queue for buses in Ireland. There's Was just, it just like a just, scrum? Yeah. yeah, just everybody envelops the bus until we're all on it. What? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> we just, you know, we just like can, swallow it up. Yeah, we come at the bus from every angle until we're all on the bus. And and what about letting people off the bus first? Uh, it's um, just every man for himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's 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 nature's way. Fair enough. People. Uh, Spencer says people who say specifically instead of specifically. Oh, spoonerisms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Let them swing, he says. I mean, it's harsh there. <laughs> no, we, we, we've really unleashed quite the UKIP can there. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's, it is worth emphasising. We, we're only comedically suggesting the death penalty. Absolutely a massive joke. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly we're not doing. actually suggesting no. people are put to the please, sword. Please don't do that. For, for minor infractions. <laughs> We're talking about banning things. Banning things. What would you ban? Uh, Mike says, uh, generally selfish people, but specifically towels on sunbeds on holidays before nine o'clock that are left there all day. Oh, I see. That you want to go to war with the Germans yeah. before breakfast? <laughs> very good. I don't, th- and I, I don't think we'd win this one. Not this time. They're no. very organised. Very, very organised. If all organized. wars happened before nine a.m., I think the Germans <laughs> would win them all. Like literally, hands down. Uh, Jill says. Uh, Jill in Huddersfield says, "Morning, Jason. I hate it when people spit in the streets." Oh, oh yeah, That's Jill. One of them. Jillian, you have yes. t- two hands have gone ghastly expectorating. For uh, any other reason than actual, uh, uh, you know, yeah. moving of Qatar yes. due to a heavy cold. Yeah. But even that, that goes into a tissue. Yes. You, oh, scumbag. That's what... 
that's a sniper from the top, <laughs> from the top of, of a building, just taking out spitters. Just ghastly. Uh, people, people. This is an interesting one. You met, I don't know if you've seen this where you live. It happens where I am. Um, people who put their uh, dog's poo in a plastic sack, but then hang that sack on a tree, brush, or fence. Indeed, I, I've, I've taken such issues to task in, in through the medium of stand-up in the past. Yes. What is wrong with those people? What is that? Just take it home. Find a bin. I I think their excuse is I'm going to do it, leave it here, and then I'm going to go for the walk and then collect it on, it on the, the way, way back. back. But they never do. No. Also, it's cold. Put it in your pocket. Keep yourself warm. Yeah, exactly. Particularly, you got to say you Bernard. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. got to have a say Bernard. <laughs> Maggie and Surrey. I'd ban people chewing gum while wearing headphones. That's very specific, isn't it? Oh, that's an odd for one. some reason, it makes them chew louder. Does it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I'll tell you what I ban. What? Those creepy people that kiss their dog on the mouth. Uh, uh, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> yeah, you, definitely get rid of those. You know, the, and it can be often a, a rich, pretty woman. Yeah. And then she picks up the weird, crappy little dog and. <laughs> <laughs> not oh right. no! Not good. Not good. Oh no! no. Where real music matters. We're talking about uh, the things you would ban if you had the chance, the one chance to the ban one, something. The golden moment of power. Paul the chauffeur says, Jace, um, kids who stare, I'd ban kids who <laughs> stare. It's very sp- <laughs> you can do that. He well, says it's a bit no, extreme, but you did ask. Yeah. Don't also, I'd like to know, what is he doing that they're staring at? Like, <laughs> in all fairness, like... To the kids, yeah. What is it? What is it that is you know you know inspiring the staring? Like somebody says, PDA public displays of affection. I do not need to see people kissing with tongues on public transport. Keep it for your bedroom, you saucy so and so. Many people do that. I think people do it less these days. I've not seen a lot of that going on. I've been looking. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, you know, many's a day I hang around in, in a piazza, waiting for, a, for for waiting for Italian new love. To... Two people going up an escalator. Him uh, on the bottom step, her on the top oh, one. Yeah, you know, sort of the same height. Exactly, equalising the un, you know, the, the gender balance <laughs> in height. Lovely. Mark in Sussex. When people leave trolleys in empty parking spaces and don't take them back to the trolley bay, ah, oh, that winds him up to the sword. Yeah, absolutely. Usually there's a felly, though, in every supermarket. Well, did, you, it, did you, in the supermarket you used to work with, yeah, did you have a felly who... He was there, yeah, he did who, all that. Who, who did that. Yeah, that was, that's what he did. There's that always was, a fella. But I guess it wouldn't be annoying, I suppose, if you were... They usually, you, the fella usually collects up shopping trolleys. He usually is a, a sort of a, a guy who likes a thumbs up. Yeah, Do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, it's a double job. thumbs up. Yeah, you've done a good job there getting all them from those lazy people. Uh, Lynn on the M40 says, Husbands who can't work dual AC in the car. That seems quite a specific one uh, to maybe her husband who's also listening to the show. Yeah, but I know I know what she means. It's, yeah. it's a very fine balance, you know. They Going they want... Just right. Yeah. I don't know how the dual thing works, to be honest. How can it? How can you have AC on one side of the car and not the other side well, of the car? How it works is you drive and the missus fiddles away yeah. uh, on the buttons <laughs> until... Keep going. Until... Finish the sentence. Until, <laughs> until it's really unpleasantly hot on your side of the car. Crikey, this is getting worse. And extraordinarily cold on her side of the car. Yes, that's what happens. And that's what I... Sometimes I find uh, the best way to get out of a swamp is run at high speed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I went for there. 
somebody, uh, Finbar, Finbar from Manchester, uh, says, Hi, Jace. Uh, people who say vase, uh, the American style, rather than vase, the normal style. What way did I say it earlier? I think you did. He said, as your guest said before. Vase. Did I say I vase or vase? vase. I, I find I, I probably interchange those two. Yeah, I don't have a set rule. What about city, sofa or couch? Mm, I, th- I think that's a class thing. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think you're so, but, but then which is the classy I one? Think, like, I mean, I think seti is seti is like the one, the one that usually ends up in someone's front garden. Like, I think that's right down there. That's a seti, is it? Seti, yeah, I think so. Then I think you, I think your couch is like the next. They're the upwardly mobile uh, sort of people. They have couches, and then sofa. I think it's quite up. Really? Up, oh yeah, I think so. Oh, see, I wouldn't. I did absolutely interchangeable so? for oh, me. Oh, really? It's, no, only, it's only chaise lounge. Is definitely yeah. That's right up there. That's right up there. Yeah, definitely. that's for when you've swooned from putting on your clothes too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you need to just lie down temporarily. <laughs> yeah, it's, great, it's great for a swooning absolutely. a chaise lounge. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, uh, do you know what? That's the beauty of doing radio. We can find out. I think it goes. I think that. The the, the the bottom end of the spectrum there you yep. know seti is is like what my dad would call it I think it's Couch. regional I think there is maybe it is reasonable I think like seti is what my dad would say very working class me I would probably say uh, couch I think and then sofa I think is even above that I think I I think I say couch but again I don't know that's about that's I would say that's where you would, would be on the on the on, in the class S- system scone scone oh, mate don't get started on that this is a big one no no let's not do scone the texts go crazy. It's crazy. Scott, it is scone. I say scone, and I'm wrong. Right. That's what I've been told a lot of times on the radio. But I don't even know which one I say. Whether I say... <laughs> do you know what I mean? I can't. I'm eating a scone on my sofa. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Andrew Maxwell is the uh, the guest this morning. Is And I'm here. Is he still here? Still... Being chipper, chipper. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised. Sorry, I'm that's, really... my, that's my phone. So I'm looking on Twitter at the uh, different responses we've had to uh, our banning things. People have really got stuck in. Oh yeah, <sighs> people are very parsimonious on the Sabbath. Oh yeah, aren't they just? Yeah. <laughs> Steve Bexley not indicating when turning a corner or changing lanes on a motorway. Well, I think that is already banned. As in, it is an illegal. <laughs> that, Steve, what you're describing is something illegal. Already a law. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Uh, John says I would ban people who stop dead in the street to answer their mobile the clue is in the name you dolts that's his name for them Lord he he dropped the (laughs) D-bomb he's gone for it (laughs) wow mobile he's putting capitals crikey crikey good night I have one go on I would ban Mm. any rock star Mm. uh, releasing new material stop it we don't want your new album. We don't want it. Just the old stuff. We don't want your new stuff. <laughs> you you have some truly classic albums. Yeah. But now, that's it. Please just play the old. Please stop. I went. I glassed me a couple of years back. It's a time to get a, a drink for the bar, though, isn't it? When they go, and this is off my new album. You know, oh, the bar for a minute. Springsteen, right? Yeah. Obviously. Absolute radio. I, yeah. I love plenty of, of classic sprints, Dave. Please understand. I understand he's the boss. Yes. <laughs> Glastonbury. Right. He did, I don't know, it was a two hour set a couple of years nice. back. First hour, all new. Oh, Come on, that's man. That's Nobody wants your new stuff. 
<laughs> and it was all it was all it was like an impression of Springsteen as well. Oh no. You know that you know that terrible thing that Springsteen does live of just the songs ended and then do everybody comes back in again like it was awful and he was trying to the whole new album like this guy is has been so wealthy for so long his wife mm. tra- uh, trains you know dance olympian olympic oh, dancing right, horses oh wow yeah that's, that's what his job. missus does right. right that's her the daughter has has rode olympic dancing horses for well, for America that. in the Olympics, wow. yeah, that's so that's what the working class hero. Yeah, that's Brucey's real life. Yeah, <laughs> so Spring, that's Springsteen's real life. But yeah. like his his late not Brucey. Oh, not not Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. His new stuff was all the same kind of Joni Man, Frankie at the laundry man. Like, Is there still something called laundry mats? <laughs> okay, change it to the Internet Cafe. Like it's just all it was terrible. Stop it. But nobody then. no. Nobody wants your new stuff. But that then got, he did the big stuff. Oh, but it's not. We had to swim through treacle for an hour and a half. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> I was just screaming at the back. Dancing in the dark, damn you. <laughs> I saw, on the other end of the scale, I mm. saw House of Pain. And, oh, right, uh, yeah. Camp Bessel. I don't know why I've mentioned Camp Bessel twice. And I'm not sponsored by them. <laughs> but it was a couple of years back. Uh, House of Pain, right? This yeah. is their set. Go on. Started with Jump Around. Perfect. Then they did some more of their other stuff. Exactly at the half point in the set, jump around, <laughs> and then, and then at the end, jump, jump around. around. Perfect. Perfect. That's Th- exactly thank what you. Want. Thank you. <laughs> if there is any aging rock stars listening to this, this yeah. is what we want from you. So ban uh, any any rock star Please, doing new no stuff. No new stuff. Fine. We'll, just, we'll, we'll, whose heart that. does not sink when when Paul yeah. McCartney's got new stuff? <laughs> Come on, dude. I've, I've got like an entire iPod yes, of, of, of your just classics. absolutely like amazing stuff. Nobody wants to new stuff. Come on, we'll put that on the list. We'll put that on the list. Brendan, uh, I mean, I think most people agree with that. Brendan's got this one, and this gets me. People who leave their car at the petrol pump and then go and do a load of shopping in the store. Oh, yeah, not having that. Yeah, do the petrol. Then take your car, put it in one of the little car parking spaces. Then so, but sometimes it's it's hard. There isn't sometimes there isn't the spaces. No, there isn't one. It's hard. And also the other thing you don't want is the guy in the shop thinking you're driving off and, and robbing yeah. his petrol. Here is tough a tough one. Tough here's one. A, here's a horrific thing that I found out recently. All right. You know when you're in uh, one of those petrol stations that's also like a, a bit of a shop. Yeah. And they go to any petrol. Mm. Right at the end, any petrol. Right. Yeah. It turns out the reason why they have to ask you that is it's it's quite common across the industry that if you drive off, whether accidentally or deliberately, without paying the petrol, mm. and they didn't ask you, mm. it comes out of their wages. No. Yeah, it was, I was listening to a, a, a phone-in on a, a, a no. rival station. And it, yeah, apparently it's 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 a very standard practice across the industry. That could be like 60, 70 quid. 60, 70 quid. Livid. That's so terrible, isn't it? I'd that's like to awful. find out whether that's like you know, well, if anybody anybody is somebody would works at the know. petrol station can verify or whether that's a one-off that or it's very too common. Much. That's that, appalling, isn't it? Because like shocking. sixty, seventy quid. Do that twice a week. You're working for out. Yeah, literally. Shocking. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Eight, twelve, fifteen on text. Somebody else's message. Uh, I'd ban comedians. I feel like this is very specific to me. <laughs> I'd ban comedians telling jokes in their fringe show that some of the audience have already heard previously on their Sunday morning radio show. Oof. Well, 
What I would is. say is uh, this show is very much for free. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's all a bonus. This is very much one of those free platforms <laughs> being paid for by the wonderful people of blah, 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 industries. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Georgia from Cumbria has mentioned about the petrol uh, okay. thing. She says, uh, regarding petrol theft, it's not common practice to take the price of stolen fuel out of the staff's wages in most places. Some stations get the police involved, others send the paperwork to a debt collector. But, and as you mentioned, quite a quite a big brand of uh, petrol station, do make up the discrepancy by taking it from staff wages. It's written into their contracts. Good so Lord. That is, and that's quite a big... That's a, Big company as well, that one. Right. Crikey, so they well, you were... Well, off air, you better tell me who they are and I'm around to their headquarters <laughs> to have go. a quick, quick word we're with... We're going full Mark Thomas on this. Hire <laughs> <laughs> a tank. <laughs> Get around it. That's appalling. Uh, I know, awful, awful. Uh, 8.12.15 on the text this morning. Uh, things that we that you would ban. Uh, Maria Fowler's uh, tweeted us, uh, ex-Towie there, says, uh, spreadable butter that doesn't spread. Gone. Oh yeah, but like, you know, but that's, that's your fault, isn't it? That's your fault for getting spreadable butter. Yeah. Also, just uh, just like, get butter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just have you have you ever accidentally bought non-salted butter? Oh, what is oh, that about? What is that? Putting salt on it. You got to put salt on it yourself. Yeah. It's, it's just. It's what is it? It's just cold. It's just a cold <laughs> gloop. It's <laughs> only right then that you realise it's sort of like. Hang on a minute. What am I eating the rest of the time? Mm, it's like bland cheese. Angie says, it should be the law that if you finish a loo roll, you put a new one on the holder. I think that's fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. Uh, Dave uh, Knowles says, uh, those cable ties things that they that, that uh, they put on kids' toys to apparently cut my fingers to ribbons when opening toys. Oh, you fool. It's a real hard... It's sometimes... It's not easy getting a toy out of a box these it's days. Tough. It's tough. I mean, I, always, I often say that, that those dolls have been... Uh, put in by serial killers because that's the only other person who would do that to a body it's awful every limb is just sewn in the hair sewn into the cardboard oh, sickos god absolute sickos uh, walking and using or playing with a mobile phone should be a year's ban from all walking Wow, that's, wow, that's stringent. That is big, isn't well, it? I think we're getting closer to the caliphate. <laughs> like, this is a little bit, little bit more stringent than I was hoping for. <laughs> There's a lot, lot coming in. I would ban guys from walking around with their hands down their pants, says Amy. Oh, I, absolutely. I'm not in favour of that Let's at all. Of that at all. What, what is that about? Uh, and, I mean, uh, in any, and it's always, for some reason, uh, certain young men think that that's acceptable because they're wearing tracksuit bottoms. No, no, like, no. You, you, no. Just, just stop, lads, and think what that would look like if you were wearing jeans or trousers. Yeah, it's not right. It's not right. Uh, Scott's messaged me. Again, I feel like this is quite specific. Maybe it's not. Uh, <laughs> phone-in radio features by lazy comedians that are so general yet strangely rewarding to the audience as a moment to get their gripes off their chest to the world. Guaranteed winner, smallest amount of effort, being spoon-fed topics. Love the show. Keeps me insane. Lord, Crikey, that was a bit of a. It's a bit, you know, for this time. Oh my goodness! I usually save my cynicism for at least after the yard arm. Like, <laughs> come on, wait till midday. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music now, I don't know if you know this, Andrew, but on Absolute Radio, we don't just have the music we've been listening to mm -hmm. uh, for the last few hours. No. Uh, yes. We also have uh, uh, an app and a website 
Very modern. Very connected. Very modern. Oof. And you can get it on the DAB. We have uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties and classic rock. Oof. Different music going out every hour, all, all the way through the hour. And so I don't know how they do it, but essentially my, this show goes out in an hour's time. But amazingly, I've been having, uh, uh, over the last few weeks, been having chats with the guys at Absolute Radio. Um, and we've got some brand new stations that we're adding to the Absolute Radio family. Exclusive. You get to hear exclusive now. Please. So in the next half hour, you will be hearing... Absolute new funk, BBJ and the Hair Bunch, up, down, turn around. Oh, yes, please. That will be happening very shortly, so stick around for that. Absolute dubstep, Mr. Millionaire, show me your hands. That's coming up at some point in the next 20 minutes. Absolute skiffle. Joe's hot bathtub, long town rats. No, hang on. <laughs> Is any of this for real? All Are of you them. just literally making names up? Absolute Mariachi will be on in the next half hour. Mild, medium and hot. Leave your love at the door. This is what? our new Absolute station. <laughs> this is... And one of my favourites, if you can find it on the dial. Absolute Yodelling. Uh, Maria Franz for the love of yodelling. Oh, one of the big songs. Uh, so brand new. Five new stations as part of the Absolute Radio Stable, as well as our exclusive on-demand content. Such as Stereophonics, live from Kendall Calling and Frank Skinner in conversation with Al Gore. That was a meeting of minds. Really? That's, yeah, that happened in the world. Frank Skinner and Al Gore. They're, they they came together finally. The two people you're like, oh, we want them just to just to discuss West uh, West Bromwich Albion. It's our... <laughs> just, just just two huge baggies fans united at it's last. It's usually Frank Skinner and. Al Cochran, but it's now Al Gore, Frank Al- Skinner. It's like our, it's the absolute version of Frost Nixon. Yeah, right. Come together. All available online with the Absolute Radio app. Uh, some of those stations may not be true. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Something happened here in the news uh, that also happened to you today, and that is what we call enough of a link to talk about it. Uh, Bell and Sebastian, I don't know if you know. The band, uh, yes. Sebastian. Uh, well, their drummer was left in a car park for four hours. Similarly to your problem this morning. Trying We're to get tra- to trapped this. by the clicker. Well, he was actually uh, stuck in a US uh, supermarket car park. The drummer uh, within the uh, group, Bell and Sebastian, has been reunited with his band after accidentally being left behind in this car park. Richard Colburn waited in vain in his pyjamas. I don't know why that. He's in his pyjamas. Any, any need for that detail? For four hours for the bus to return after the unscheduled stop at Walmart in North Dakota. His bandmates discovered he was gone only after driving 500 miles. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wow. Like, and they're quite important, the drummer. Yeah, it kind of adds a little bit of zhuzh to the mm. whole performance. So basically, they only noticed he was gone once they had driven from Cornwall to yeah. Aberdeen. <laughs> Yeah, the band. <laughs> what? It's yeah, crazy. The band who formed in Glasgow in 96 are currently touring North America. They've been travelling from Missoula in Montana, uh, Montana, sorry, uh, to a gig in St. Paul in Minnesota when they made a late night stop at Walmart to buy water in the town of Dickinson on Tuesday. I mean, how have you not got water on a tour bus? Oh, come on. No, come I mean, on. That's, that needs, there's a road manager, a tour manager needs... Needs punishing. Somebody needs something. Just a throttling, a mild throttling. Mild (laughs) throttling. Let him down now. Let him down now. (laughs) Singer Stuart Stuart Murdoch said, the band returned to the bus oblivious that the drummer was still inside the store. But why was he in his pyjamas? I still don't get that bit. But why no head count? 
Yes. Why no exactly. egg out? I mean, if it's good enough for, you know... Uh, Primary schools. Yeah, kids' school trips. <laughs> why not a, a Maybe they band? should start, like with school, they should go, right, find someone to hold a hand. And you go, right, drummer, bass player. Always, hands. always together. Lead rhythm, rhythm section together. <laughs> yes, t- 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 singers, hands. That's that should be yeah. the new rule. Backing singers, hands. Music. Yeah, and then you, at least you always know. You yeah. always know them. that. Lead, the... lead singer and lead guitarist always together. Do you know what? I, it's, it's another pet peeve of mine. <laughs> is uh, I don't like it. It's, and it Bon Jovi do it an awful lot. That oh, yeah. thing of uh, the guitarist and the lead singer sharing a microphone. Oh yeah. Oh come on, no, man. Get one There's no way you can't have one each. Yeah. Like, and they sort of lean into it. The, the yeah, lean in. Oh, what's what's that all about? I, I guess it's just to show their friends as well as singers and 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 musicians. But you can do that with two microphones. <laughs> well, you could you could both have a microphone and hold hands. I think it's probably the lead singer going. Do you know what? if he gets his own microphone, he'll be in on every song? Yeah. Whereas if he just shares mine occasionally, I can control it. Yeah, that's probably it. I think that's what I it think is. I jo- think uh, John Bon Jovi's a massive control freak. Yeah, I think that's... We all know that about Jovi. Speaking of holding hands, the other <laughs> n- the other night I came home from a gig and there was a yeah. documentary called Delhi Cops oh, yeah. on uh, Channel 4, right? It's all about, you know, Perfect. a documentary all about the ins and outs of being a cop in India, in Delhi, Oh, I right? see, right. Not, yeah. not in, like, a Delhi. Yeah. Like, really? Are people stealing olives? <laughs> you, they are. <laughs> really? That's going on the list. With <laughs> <laughs> the fishy kid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's in the, obviously the city of Delhi in India, right? Mm. And there's one bit where there's um, somebody's getting led away to the cells, is getting arrested, right? Yeah. But instead of putting handcuffs on them, they just hold hands. Oh, the the cop, the cop and the guy, the cop and the criminal, oh. and like yeah, holding hands. Obviously, the cops in front, kind of dragging <laughs> him down a corridor, but holding hands, like it's kind of nice. It's but it was also super creepy. Like I mean, <laughs> it's worse. It's way worse. <laughs> You'd much prefer to be getting a handcuff behind your back, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. than a cop head banged on the top of yeah, the car. A cop just forcefully hold my hand, hold my hand, hold my hand down the Amazing. corridor. <laughs> How you know what I mean? It was so scary. <laughs> It's the scary thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. My guest all this morning has been Andrew Maxwell. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's been great fun to have you. Hasn't it? It's been really fun. Um, always been one of my favourite comics ever since we were on the circuit together and you. watching all your shows here at you. Edinburgh. And, and I've got to say, I've watched a lot of shows this year. Um, while I've been at the Fringe Festival and as you saw when I tweeted about it and texted you about it yours was a, a fine example of the, the mastery of stand-up it was a brilliant I loved it well you are very kind so Thank tell you. us about it when is it on? Uh, I'm here to the end of the run uh, next Sunday yeah in George Square Theatre uh, one of the assembly venues mm-hmm. Get the tickets from edfringe.com That's or it. is your, it nine o'clock? Yours, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock perfect. Oh, lovely time! It's a That's great perfect. time. Everybody's they've got their dinner in them, yes, and a drink, <laughs> yeah, but not too much drink or too much dinner, yes. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a brilliant hour, highly recommend it. And then, uh, you're not touring straight away, but you may tour in, in yeah. next the, year. The, the plan is to, to get around the country, yeah, uh, in 2018. 
Absolutely. Well, I, you should do, mate, because it's a really funny show, and, and not, not just funny, the, you know, some great points you make as well about uh, society today, if you will. The world we live in. Yes, but uh, then with, like, a funny joke. Yeah, <laughs> always with a punchline. You've always got to go with the jokes. Oh, absolutely. Punchlines first. This, you know, also- I'm not reading out a policy initiative. <laughs> 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 this isn't the white paper on the, on the... I also like the fact that a certain somebody who's getting a lot of press in the world is banned from your show. You don't yeah. talk about him at all. No. I like that. It's quite, he's, he gets quite enough attention. A certain coffee-haired... A, a certain <laughs> technical world leader. Yes. A man who spends more time on Twitter than at the White House. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, no, I like that. That was good. That was good. But, no, it was great. It was just very funny. And what was great was it was great to see... Because I've seen a lot of shows, and um, I was sort of joking with John Bishop about it, actually, about that we're both doing work-in-progress shows. Yeah. And we've been to see loads of shows that are the finished article, and we realised that, actually... We're, the only difference is we've been honest, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but your show was was just brilliantly accomplished and it was done. It was done. It was just everything was mined and I just had a, laugh, a real laugh for an hour, real side hurting laugh for an hour. Well, uh, I tell you what, if you compliment any more, people will start to not believe you. Well, uh, maybe I'll carry <laughs> yeah, on. Maybe I'll I, carry I, on. I'm starting to become awkward. Yeah, they're like, I'm I, I enjoying it though. <laughs> It yeah. is, it's nice. Carry on though. Yeah. Uh, no, it's great. Um, so you can fill it, fill uh, if you want. Well, if you, at any point you want to follow uh, Andrew, then go on uh, Twitter. Andrew is Maxwell. You mm-hmm. can do it on there and AndrewMaxwell.com. Just Google it. Google it. You can do the I'm work. There. You can do the work. All right, lovely. Thanks for coming in, mate. No, uh, an absolute pleasure. Really fun. Have a fabulous week, and uh, I'm back next Sunday with a pre-recorded show with uh, another Irishman, Jason Byrne. So uh, stick around for that. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sunday night at the London Palladium. It's a special Strictly treat, Bruce Forsyth, and for one night only, his sidekick, Anton de Beck. Me and my shadow. Strolling down the avenue. Not so close, I'm the star. Nice to see you. To see you. <laughs> you have four sons. Yes. Yes. And there was 11 years between the last two, so I don't know what happened there. Hey, it was obvious. Nothing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and I was very touched that Channel 4 have managed to get together, just for me, famous comics like uh, Jason Mumford. <laughs> Was it Jeff Mumford? Was it Mumford? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> of course you're a celebrity, Jason. Recently you did a DVD for charity. I don't know if it was meant to be for charity. <laughs> but that's the shop where I bought it. Jason. Absolute Radio. Mumford. Where real music matters.